Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Revis. And who, sir, are you? I'm the producer. I'm Matt Duncan. Freddie, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. Thank you very much. All right. For anyone that's just uh, tuning in for the first time, we are a Raptors slash NBA podcast. We are hardcore uh, fans, comedians, and actors. Uh, We have analysts on sometimes, mostly performer types. But uh, we get into lots of basketball, so uh, thanks for tuning in. If you uh, if you want to help us more, um, or just you know support your local podcaster type thing, uh, how might how might they do that, Maddie? bunch of ways you could help us out go to dunkspodcast.com you can see all our links there go to the sonarnetwork.com that's the podcast network that we are a part of you can check out other podcasts there as well as listen to our own but as of course the best way to support us is to subscribe on those podcatchers whatever one you want we don't care we don't discriminate that would be fantastic and if you do decide to go with apple Podcasts or spotify or stitcher these all have rating systems and we would love it if you could just leave a quick five star review or a two star if you're not happy with us. But hey, if you could do a five star, uh, that would be good too. We'd really appreciate that. And of course, we do have a Patreon. We've been working on Patreon content and stuff. And you know, you always get the episodes there first, you always get them ad free. And you know, it's just a good way to help us and, and to support us and to be able to do some more stuff with the show. So yeah thank you for that and as well you know it is toque season is definitely toque season out there Uh, if you are out there without a toque on right now you don't have yours anymore you know so get in contact with us get one of these toques freddie's got them in the ziplocs they're ready to go and we can get your head warmed and itch free matt you are absolute vet a total pro (laughs) and just a marksman when it comes to getting all the bullet points. He's not lying, folks. Um, if you've lost your ear <laughs> due to frostbite, you come get one of our toques and yep. you'll get your ears right back. Yeah. It's a tooth fairy style thing. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, anti-itch, keep them in a Ziploc. We have a, a really good pod today. Um and uh, yeah, the, we got Jonathan Yam, we got Ian Gordon. Uh, Jonathan, I know through just being also like a hardcore Raptors basketball fan, every time I have a, a stat-based question, he's the guy I hit up. And uh, Ian's hilarious. He's done the podcast a million times. Great, you know, uh, basketball opinions. Um, you know, he's been following the league forever. Huge Raptors fan. And uh, yeah, it's a really solid pod. We talk about... Uh, Devin Booker getting mad at the at the Raptor in an mm-hmm. empty stadium. Uh, we talk about the Raptors and uh, their plan to to not have a, a a true big. 
We talk about uh, the teams that are surprisingly not doing well. And, um, uh, oh dear, what is the last thing we talk about, Maddie? We talk about uh, Clay. Yeah, we talk about the return of Clay. And we kind of, you know, just think about other famous returns. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's a really fun pod. So thank you in advance for listening. Thank you for sharing, for rating, for, for helping out in any way that you do. And uh, with that, I will say, uh, as I usually do, uh, Black Lives Matter, Stop Asian Hate, uh, Defund the Police, and email your city councillor, call your city councillor. We have a big, big election coming up in Ontario, and you are a constituent. You have to be listened to. Make sure that you are heard. Mm-hmm. Um, right on. Uh, with that said, let's uh, let's enjoy uh, ourselves some basketball talk. Maddie, if you feel like we're we're good, we're ready to to get into it. Please just give me those sweet words I crave oh so much. Okay. Okay. All right, let's get going here on episode two two nine of Confederacy of Dunks basketball podcast. It's a good one. We got two returning guests. And um, yeah, it's a pretty exciting and nice time to be a Raptors fan. I feel like despite all of the obvious uh, bad things going on in society, but uh, let's bring on guest number one. He's done the podcast. I feel like a a handful of times. Let me guess four or five. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Nice. Um, I love how you said I'm right, Maddie, and you don't know who I'm bringing on. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it can't be Ian. (laughs) Exactly. It's not Ian. Um, yeah, he's done the podcast a bunch of times. Usually comes through with some some great stats. I don't want to pressure him, but uh, he's amazing. Hardcore Raptors fan, hardcore baseball fan. He'll plug some stuff that he's doing. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Jonathan Yam. Hey, Freddie. Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Dude, thanks for, uh, thanks for being on. And for those watching on YouTube, yes, Jonathan is in the uh, Tampa Bay ballroom. So cheers to that. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's just keep this train moving. Let's bring on guest number two. He's hilarious. He's one of the best um, in the post players I know. I I don't know if he still has like a through line to good headphones. That might be from like a, a different life. Uh, we were just talking about a podcast that he did with uh, comedian Brian Ward, um, Sandwiches and Chairs. It's just classic Ian. He's a hilarious dude. Amazing basketball takes. Uh, you know, he's he's doing this podcast hiding from his family in, in a good way. Uh, so, you know, we'll bear with him, whatever happens. But uh, give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Ian Gordon. Hi, everybody. I really Yo. like my steak. I've come around to it. <laughs> it's it's the best. I forgot this was your stink. It's terrifying. <laughs> It's so it's like, scary. It really is scary. Like you know, it's almost like uh, what your Scottish villain would have. Like if you, if you said like uh, shortbread into a mirror five times instead of Candyman, <laughs> shortbread, 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 and this guy would <laughs> like. I love how it's shortbread and and not haggis. Yeah, hag- like, haggis it would be good too. You're like I'm going deeper than haggis. Okay. <laughs> um, you know that song is for uh, just a little bit off basketball for a sec. 
I guess the Jacksonville Jaguars were terrible again. I, I think they must have been good for a period, but I, I remember them as only a bad team. Anyhow, their fans were pissed, so they showed up to their last game all dressed as clowns. And uh, just Google it. It's terrifying. It's a bunch of, like, <laughs> f- uh, Florida Florida mans um, in clown makeup. And uh, this, I assume, was the song that they all, they all listened to uh, <laughs> right on their way and, I guess, during. It so. is a terrifying song in general, and I do – I like it. It's grown on me, which I don't know yeah. what that says about me. No, it's good. It's good. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, I'd say most people would cook to that song. It's relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let's talk Raptors. Uh, Maddie, good sir. Why don't you give me your uh, most delicious – Free of Aaron Baines, Raptors, Sting. Taking Bobby Webster. Okay, let's go to you first, uh, Jonathan. And um, yeah, the Zach Lowe had a podcast recently with um, with Blake Murphy. And um, with Eric Kareen as well, uh, Bruce Arthur was was not in the mix this time. A lot of good Raptors stuff. Just like for any Raptors nerds, this is this is like Nirvana. It was, it was very nice to be kind of like talked about in a nuanced way, you know, by the you know, by you know the basketball takesman, I would say. And uh, yeah, lots of fun conversation around our long arms and sort of what Masai is building here. And um, I'll just put it to you this way, Jonathan, do you think this experiment or this plan or whatever's happening uh, with no big men, no traditional center is working? Do you think it works? I think it's working so far. Um, I mean, there's going to be cases where there's going to be a mismatch and where I could see there being a problem is if, they're in the playoffs and they're facing a team where there's a mismatch because then you're not really going to be able to bring somebody else in that, that isn't already on the roster. Um, but I think having guys that are, you know, versatile, they can defend multiple positions. I mean, that is, I mean, we all have heard this, this is where the direction basketball is going in. So I, it seems to be working fine. Um, but but we'll see. Like I said, there there could be some mismatches where where it's a problem. I think um, yeah, I think you summed it up pretty well. I'm I'm in the position of like it's it's working. However, this roster like isn't a final roster, um, so I feel like there's room for it to be exploited and also kind of you know if if we let it breathe, we'll discover more about the players we already have such as like OG being able to guard Jokic out in the three-point line. And Jokic is a different player, so he doesn't really bully as much. But, you know, you kind of nailed it. I feel like the ultimate goal is to win a championship, and you kind of have to have different covers for different teams, depending. So, you know, yeah, you're you're going up against Jokic. Maybe he decides, hey, I'm going to post this team up like crazy. Embiid, obviously, is, is the first guy that everyone throws out there. Um, but, you know, also Lopez and Giannis and I think other really dominant big men might be able to just destroy the Raptors. But, um, yeah, where, where are you at, Ian? Do you think it's working? Do you think it's worthwhile? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with with you, with Jonathan, in terms of 
it, it is kind of where the game is going. You don't see as many large sort of immobile-ish centers anymore. The five is as blurred of a line as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the Lakers have played their best basketball with LeBron at the five recently. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So, it, again, if you're looking at the number of teams that pose a threat that have a, a big man traditional center, there aren't that many. Of course, there's, you know, there's Embiid and there's Giannis and Jokic and these guys that you name. But, I mean, if they're, if you want to kind of assist that, you could obviously sign a, uh, sort of a defensive first center that can come in and if, you know, Denver switched to playing low post ball and banging in the post, you could bring in your 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 big man and do, do what you had to do. I think that other teams would be forced to adjust to us more than we would be forced to adjust to a, a typical five. Like, if we can... Uh, flush out this lineup with you know a lot of length um, defensive prowess um, tons of movement then we're going to be better off than the other teams that might have a traditional center Um, you know if you if you're looking at people maybe to sign if I love our starting five but let's say you you think about that that might be an issue then you sign that big man and you bring him in if you need to. And then you sign more shooting, you know, shooting specialists and a large sort of defensive first center. Then you can kind of adjust by slotting in that particular position with a rock solid sort of new age ish starting five. Yeah. I think, you know, just to add to what you were saying, um, and I feel like we're all, you know, in agreement, and we've seen it play out the last month or so like we've seen it kind of work, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, about, uh, Jonas having a really good game against the Raptors, but also, you know, them, the, the Pelicans struggling in transition and Siakam feasting with Jonas on the court, or, you know, we have, we have this amazing game that just happened against Phoenix and, uh, you know, um, Deandre Ayton, he only got off seven shots and we out rebounded the Suns by I think like 15 or 13 or something like that. So like we really, you know, the, the idea of, of us being like in, in, a, in trouble because we didn't have a, a stylistic matchup mm-hmm. to the Suns, like, you know, that didn't really play out. Would a, would a playoff series be different for sure. But, you know, to your point, I think like we're trying to eke out or carve out our own identity. So I think it's about, building that identity and then finessing it when we're at that next stage. Like, Oh man, this identity keeps hitting a wall, mm-hmm. you know? And I think we've seen from Masai that he has enough patience to hit that wall and then, you know, do a culture change and then see what that's like and then make a trade. And then, you know, just kind of make sure you, you got the foundation and then build up from there as opposed to, you know, yeah, like trying to get someone who you think will help you, but might not, depending. Like, you know, whose minutes is he taking away? Is he taking away Barnes OG or Siakam's minutes? Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem that doesn't seem constructive. Uh, and then, you know, you got other things going on, like Siakam is doing a really good job playing the center position. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Boucher is kind of coming to life. And, yeah, th- that kind of brings me to this Phoenix game because I feel like – the Raptors got six wins in a row. Obviously, there wasn't a lot of good 
competition there. Uh, the Pelicans were probably the healthiest team we played until the Suns. And the Raptors played the Suns really well. Uh, we we lost in the end, and there were some, you know, I guess some, some key mistakes on our part. But more than that, I feel like Phoenix made clutch plays. Chris Paul was awesome. Booker was kind of awesome at the end. And uh, Matt, I want you to come in here, actually, because uh, I'm setting this up like it's a serious question. And it's honestly not at all. Uh, I, I kind of want to talk about this weird moment <laughs> where where Devin Booker is taking like a pivotal free throw. You know, normally, right? Think packed arena. Everyone's going insane. They all have the bang. They're doing the kids street. Things. They're doing the kids street. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Johnny gets it. Johnny gets it. It's a game show. (laughs) Okay. Well, Matt, Matt, I think, I don't know. He's he's doing a a weird. uh, They clapped over their heads like this. Yeah, they were sitting in race cars. (laughs) Okay, fair. Um, It's just, Matt, I can't see your hands when you do that. So there you go. There you go. He adjusted, folks. He fit. Now you get it. (laughs) Um, Anyways, Booker freaked out, like totally freaked out and yelled, uh, at the Raptors mascot for distracting him, uh, which is only weird and only funny, and it's kind of like a self-own by Booker. Anyways, the Raptor handled it well and was like, all right, uh, it's an empty arena, but I guess I'll go take a knee over here because this guy's a wiener. <laughs> um, anyways, that, that made me think, like, I, I hope the Raptors are frustrated at that because we don't have a, a home court advantage. I hope they're like, this is not cool. Um, and, you know, whether it's giving the Raptor instructions, like if a ref tells you to relocate, do the same gesture to the ref. Like make them forcibly remove you. You know what I mean? You're allowed to be here. <laughs> and or you, uh, yeah, anyways, um, we deserve an advantage. We deserve to distract people. And I hope the Raptors are, are not going to, you know, are not going to, get scared uh, of, of a star player getting mad. So uh, Ian, let's, uh, let's go to you first. What is your method of distraction? I mean, I would like to go as classic as they come personally. And again, this does require some, some finesse on the distractors part, but I think letting out a really, especially, and again, this is empty arena, relatively quiet. I would prepare by eating uh, (laughs) boiled cabbage and uh, spicy sausage. And I would try to time a fart, I think. (laughs) Because not only is it a distracting noise, it's also also really funny. So I think that maybe the jest associated with it will distract more than the noise. Because if you hear somebody (laughs) like ripping a big fart, and maybe I'll be like hunched over with my hands on my hips looking backwards like a <laughs> 50s pinup model and i rip a fart and i let a big smile you're gonna laugh at like you'd be distracted <laughs> it's funny yeah it's great that's just good stuff but again it has to be a, a a packed arena or an empty arena rather because yeah not only would nobody hear it in a large scale but i would probably be ostracized in the in my section quite substantially <laughs> oh for sure um <laughs> This is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is what we need. Okay. Um, 100% I got the, the full picture of you smiling back. Yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole game. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a booker, you know, he's already, he's already done his one game in Phoenix, but 
I sure hope we get, you know, somebody else with that because that's that's a solid one. Um, it's a good one. <laughs> Jonathan, I mean, hard, hard act to follow, uh, like a cabbage and sausage fart. Um, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's only so many bodily functions that you can use here, but I got a couple of favors just from my baseball watching um, experiences. Um, good, good. What I love is the seats above the, the opponent's bullpen because guys will hang out over their bullpen. Like there's, you know how at the Sky Dome, they've got those seats right above it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times there's going to be fans that are sitting there right above the other team's relief pitchers and just like yelling at them. And this takes a bit of research, but yelling at them with like stats or talking about specific games that they pitched where they were terrible or where they buckled under the pressure. Oh yeah. Um, we should pull some of those up because um, I'm sure there's, I mean, not just Booker, but anybody, I'm sure there's, there's a game where they've, they've messed up. And another one I saw, and this was unintentional, but I, I saw a game where, um, you know, a guy took a free throw and then, you know, as, as it always happens, like you, you take the free throw, whether you make it or miss it, you end up high-fiving your teammates. Everyone just kind of reaches in with a hand. But I saw this one guy, I think he just kind of did this out of instinct without realizing that it wasn't his own team that was throwing, like doing the free throw. And he reached in and tried to like high five the guy that just took the free throw. Um, but they're not on the same team. So I think doing little weird things like that might be enough to distract the free throw because it's just like throws them out of the routine. It's like yeah, everybody's 100%. reaching in for a, for a high five, but then there's this one guy in the other uniform doing it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like the idea of, of us having like a dedicated person being like every time they go for a free throw, you know, precious, you go up and like, <laughs> like you give them a high five. Hell, try and hug them. You know what I mean? Every free throw, make or miss. Well, if it's Booker, it's just double team them. He hates that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Booker, true. Booker, we know from Summer League, uh, he does not like double teams, um, which is a what? That's such a strange thing. That's a, it's an odd thing to be mad out, mad about when you're you know a good scorer that I assume expects that. But um, to your point, like specific heckles, I got to shout out uh, Matt Henry, who who does this pod and. Uh, He'll usually target like a role player and and really really go after him. Um, because, <laughs> hey, you, you you never know, you never know what's gonna like bother someone and influence the game. Like this game was, you know, we only lost by four, right? So these are good, these are good strategies. Uh, Maddie, what's up? Yeah. Um, how are you gonna how are you gonna do? It? How are you gonna distract people? Well, first off, I want to clarify a couple things. Um, in the press conference after the game, Booker referred to the Raptors the blow-up doll. And for one, it wasn't the blow-up that he had an issue with. Now, the Raptor is not in the blow-up. That's a different guy, right, Fred? That I don't know. That's an MLSC secret. Okay, so the oh. Raptor could be in there in full gear in the blow-up. Anyway, uh, didn't like that shot. Uh, you know, turning the Raptor into a sex. Oh, that guy can do a backflip. Okay. That guy can do a backflip. 
Um, so what I would like to do, and it would be, I would like it to be timed perfectly, just like it was then when he was, you know, the game is on the line. He's got to make these free throws. I'm going to do something called the old, the old, the old Kardashian reveal. Okay, so I want to play it the exact same way. Now, just let me preface this by saying that Devin Booker is dating one of the Kardashians. He's dating Kendall Jenner. Okay, okay. Kendall. S- Kendall Jenner. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no the, the other one, yeah, Kylie's sister. So what's going to happen here, same thing's going to happen. The rapper's just going to put his arms up. Devin's going to freak out like he likes to do. But for the first time ever, we're going to see the Raptor take his head off and do a reveal. And who's in there? Chris Jenner. So now he's got his girlfriend's mom is the Raptor. She's been doing the whole game as the Raptor, like doing backflips and shit. It's good. That's going to really screw with his head. But then the blow up is also there. The blow up on the second shot pops the blow up Raptor suit reveals Kendall's other mom, Caitlyn Jenner. Huge. So we got both Kardashian parents there watching Devin Booker screwing with them. <laughs> And let me tell you something. He's missing one of those shots. Yeah. I mean, at least sure. Like at the very least, he'll like, would want to like, you know, say (laughs) hi to his family or something. (laughs) Like it would be really like, he'd think he'd be part of a show. And then then we'd get to be like, no, no, this is a Raptors thing. (laughs) And he'd be like, I don't get it. See, it'd be really confusing. Hey, he's going to be Chuck Hazen all over that free throw line. That's what I'm saying. I love it. That's a, that's a nice reference. Also, you know, just to tag on your idea, Maddie. I mean, why don't you throw in uh, a, a masturbating monkey? Uh, <laughs> it takes off its head. Jim Carrey. Okay. Was it, uh, was, it, was it a monkey that was on Conan? It was, it was a, a bear. bear. It was a bear. We know monkeys are more into that. Hey, I'm all for mascot reveals. You know. Me too. Oh my god. Hey, man, fuck, you can have, like, Ol- Oladipo come in as a masked singer. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? oh, yeah. Just bring them all up. <laughs> um, I like it. I like it. Uh, okay, mine is, I think, probably less funny than everyone's, but I really do think mine would be good. So you have, uh, you know, very limited personnel that can, that can be in the arena. So that's a problem. You need security. Right. Here's what you do. You get a couple of security guards and you're like, listen, you're watching this gate. That's fine. Do your thing. But when you get the call, you're going to get a little pager and we're going to give you a bunch of extra money to act like there's been like a, a distress call. So like this security guard, and I don't mean like, like clear the arena. Like there's a bomb. I mean, like, like I want that security guard to be like, Oh my God, my wife's going into labor like type of thing. And like, really like start to make like a big deal about it and like, and try to get the person doing the free throw to like help you. But then the ref's like, no, 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 no delaying game. Like like, I'm counting like nine, 10. And then like the person's like, help, help, help. Like sort of thing. So something like that, or or like someone like, you know, getting a call. It's like, Oh, Oh my goodness. Like my, 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 my uncle, um, yeah, has been, um, kidnapped or something like, like something really serious, but it's all an act. It's all an act. And, and then at the end of the game, if the other team's like really upset, the security guard can just be like, I'm not a fan of your team. 
So that's, <laughs> that's my answer. Uh, anyway. You could also do the Tommy Boy special and uh, pretend there's a bunch of bees that have been released. Sure. Oh. Yeah, release the bees. Yeah. Uh, or, or go Simpsons. Like release the release the dogs with that bees in their mouths. Bees. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Let's uh, let's talk some NBA. Uh, we, we took this to Silly Town. Devin Booker, chill out. <laughs> chill out, um, man. Okay, uh, we'll we'll take a quick break here in case of any ads, and we're back. Okay, Maddie D, give me your most uh, glorious, weird Adam Silver sounding NBA sting. This is Adam Silver. Really got that Hong Kong. <laughs> National Basketball Association. Wow, thanks, Matt. Um, <laughs> I love when Matt throws that in there because people—it's the most common message we get, right? Like, what is this about? Yeah. What do you um, mean? Basketball. What does it stand it's for? About basketball. Uh, okay, let's go to you first, Ian. Um, just sort of like Clay is back, and that's really nice. I'm very happy for him, and kind of got me thinking like what's another return that has been uh like nice to watch doesn't have to be about basketball uh doesn't have to be from an injury per se but um yeah what's what's a nice kind of glorious return that you can remember uh well one that i came to mind was uh not basketball but sports still was actually uh, ray bork it was such a weird thing to see him you know, play for a different team other than Boston. I think he played for Boston for 79 years or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was a long time. Like, sometimes these hockey players, they seem like they're so old, even though I'm older than them now. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, and then he went and he won with Colorado. And after he won, he came to Boston and there were like 20,000 fans that actually celebrated for him. They were like, good for you, Ray. And so I thought that that was interesting. Like, your team didn't even win. You're just really so happy for this particular former player that you're willing to go and celebrate on his behalf, which is kind of funny. I love that. That's like that's yeah. like pure sports, feel yeah, right? good stuff. And for coming from Boston fans, it really must say something because, you know, people, if anybody is listening from Boston, you're great. Um, but you know, we, we don't, we know that they, they can be pretty horrible uh, in terms of sports. There are yeah. people from Boston. God love them. I cut some family down there, but when you get them in an arena, they're all a bunch of shit bags. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. A shame on them. A, a, sh- uh, all, a shame. <laughs> shame. But also, um, yeah, like sports has that power, right? Like when, when you kind of expect the pettiest mm. behavior and all of a sudden there's like very valiant, like nice, um, kind of like good, good spirited behavior. You're like, wow, this is profound. Mm-hmm. Um, so cheer, cheers to Ray Bork, 77. Uh, <laughs> like, I'd like to play with him in NHL 93. Oh, he was good. Uh, but I usually play with the Red Wings. Shout out Dino Cicerelli. Um, Yam, what's up, man? Um, who's your, uh, or not who necessarily? Is there is there a moment like that? Again, doesn't have to be basketball; could be baseball. There's yeah, or whatever. For sure. There's a there's a couple for me. Um, 
I was a Raptors season ticket holder the year Michael Jordan came back the second time. Oh, wow. So I got to see his first game as a wizard, like not as a wizard, but his first game in Toronto as a wizard. Cool. Um, in person. So that was surreal. Mm. I'm partly because I'd never actually seen him live in a game, but also just like, you know, it was a big deal because he's back. Um, so that was interesting. He missed a dunk, which was also weird. That is weird. Yeah. Um, the other one for me was last year with the Blue Jays coming back to Toronto um, after nice. you know yes. just being in starting the season in Dunedin and then being in Buffalo for a part of the season and then finally being able to make it back to Toronto. Fans in the stadium, like, yeah, I thought I was going to cry when I saw the first game. Like I was yeah. watching the first game on TV, and it was just like. I know that there had been a lot of build up to it and everything, um, but and I didn't really think it was going to be a big deal. But then once the game started and just all the stuff started happening, it was just like, this is a big deal. And sure. uh, and then even like I went to my first game, like probably that later that week. And it was just it was overwhelming because it's like you go from not leaving the house and seeing anybody. And then to suddenly it's like this kind of feels like a bit more like uh, normal, what normal life was mm-hmm. before all this stuff started. So, um, yeah, I think those were probably the biggest ones that kind of stand out for me. Those are great ones. Um, yeah, I, I had a similar, like, uh, a similarly emotional, uh, feeling when I went to the one Raptor game, uh, I went to uh, this year, the, uh, Washington game, uh, also known as a, the super spreader event. But, uh, yeah, no, it was like, it was, it felt so familiar and like nice. And, um, yeah, I hope for, I hope for more of those moments on the horizon, but, uh, I guess, I guess we're in a little bit of a uh, hunkering down right now. Um, I, uh, was thinking for this question that not one specific return, but I kind of like this this sort of tampering thing that the that Scotiabank and the MLSC is doing where anytime a Canadian comes home, they give them a little bit of love. And I, I think I like that long-term as the strategy for the Raptors, but also as a, as a unique thing, like we're the Canadian team. And I just think it's really cool that whether it's, um, uh, who, who's the guy, we just did it for uh, a guy on the Spurs who's like 19 years old. Um, can't remember his name right now, but, um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll find it in a sec, but it, it was just really nice. And, um, the other, oh, the other guy one that played in Halifax, he was perhaps the, was he the guy playing in the Canadian league. Yeah. It uh, starts with an M I believe his last his name's last moon. Name. I can't remember his first name. Oh, it's good. Jamario. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's, it's not Jamario, but, um, yeah, my other one is, uh, is actually the Winnipeg Jets. I think that oh. they they lost their team. Um, it always seemed strange to me that uh, that a place like Winnipeg, um, you know, doesn't get to have a team when you you know you have all these small markets in the U.S. I get it, the U.S. TV contracts, et cetera, et cetera. I know there's there's real stuff there, but I love that the Win- Winnipeg got their team back. I love that it's going well. Uh, kind of just happy for Manitoba there. I don't like their. Uh, I don't like that they're they're a, like a military jet. 
<laughs> feels weird to cheer for. But listen, I'm, I'm being positive right now. I don't need to like, I don't know, flag pilots. But it's a weird logo. It's a weird vibe. But I'm happy for the city. Um. Okay, let's uh, let's move to this next question here, and let's go to you. Um, let's go to you, Jonathan. Uh, and yeah, just uh, I'm gonna pull up the standings just in case any team um, just started having a bad record. But uh, out of East or West, what what's the most surprising team to you um, that has a losing record right now? Um, I think just going by you know playoff success last year. Mm-hmm. seeing the Atlanta Hawks yeah. where they are in the standings right now. Um, I kind of expected them to, I mean, they made it to the conference finals last year, mm-hmm. but just, and then I don't know if they would have gotten back there this year, but you kind of expect them to take another step forward because they're a relatively young team. Um, you know, Trey young had a great year. He's going to you know, continue to get better. He's still very young. Um, and I think they've been relatively healthy this season. So it's just kind of surprising to see where they are in the standings right now, just based on that. Uh, yeah. The Hawks are a hundred percent. My number one team. I have like two backups, but you nailed it. They had a, a great playoff run, like an awesome playoff run. So, um, and, and yeah, I think they've had their bouts with COVID and that sort of thing, but relatively healthy to my knowledge. Yeah, they have been relatively healthy, you know, compared to the rest of the league. And, um, I thought they'd take a bit of a step back, but also, yeah, this is like, it's just, it's too big of a step back for, you know, what anyone anticipated there five games below 500. And we're, we're almost at the halfway mark of the season. So if you're a Hawks fan, you're already having to grapple with the fact that it's like home court is absolutely not happening. And you'll kind of be lucky to be not fighting to be in the play. Uh, and that, that's assuming you go on a big run. Uh, okay. Ian, who's your, who's your team? Um, similar. Uh, I, I thought about Indiana now hmm. it's, I think that they, I thought I expected them to be a better team this year. I thought that their players that they had had a good year last year, Sabonis, um, you know, Brogdon, Turner, and uh, just for whatever reason hasn't seemed to come together for them. They've got a lot of talent on the roster. And I know, I, I mean, everyone's had COVID protocol issues, but uh, theirs haven't been more substantial than other teams as far as I can tell. And they're actually playing pretty bad enough basketball that, Management has talked about kind of blowing it up, and you see Turner on the trading block, and I'm I'm surprised by that. The other one, not so much. A little bit, actually, maybe just based on history, are the Spurs. It's been a couple years since they've been, you know, in the top of the Western Conference, but Mm -hmm. for them, they they, if (laughs) you look at the Spurs roster, and like there's a lot of who are you. And normally, yes. there's not a lot of that on that roster. It's usually pretty tight. So I'm not exactly sure what's going on there because I guess it has to happen, right? It's a matter of time. You have 20 years of excellent basketball. Eventually, you're you're maybe not going to be the best team. Yeah, and I think like they're you know they're interesting because it's like I think they've had some asset management um, issues and. You know, starting from if you think about like the Kawhi, like basically post Duncan, it's been a slow unraveling. 
Mm-hmm. Although unlike other teams, they've kind of continued to make sure their role players are good and how they have a good culture. So it's been like a real slow trip to the bottom. Like they definitely didn't do the like, you know, yank the cord. Let's be a bad team. Even by, you know, doing um, the DeRozan Kawhi trade, like DeRozan, you know, he brings a certain level of professionalism and like structure to a team. And it yes. seems like this is, yeah, this is the first year they just really don't have any of that. And they're just kind of developing guys and losing games. Yes. But to your point, the Spurs losing is a surprise. Anytime, anyone who's been a basketball fan for a while, they are the model franchise. So, um, yeah, good answer. Uh, the Hawks, I, I didn't have the Spurs. I had the Hawks uh, as my number one. And then um, my, my backup team uh, was the Trailblazers. I didn't expect mm-hmm. them to be yeah. eight games below 500. I, I didn't really even expect them to be a 500 team. I kind of thought that they'd be... I don't know, fifth or sixth or something like that in the West. Um, I I think they've had some bad health stuff. CJ obviously went down, but still, you know, they're, they're a franchise that is usually pretty good as well. They're in, they're like a win now franchise, right? Like, you know, they just made that the, the, the norm trade and, and sign norm. And like, they definitely are trying to be good. So, uh, yeah, with that said, I think that's, um, you know, the trade deadline stuff is, is creeping up. But I would, uh, you know, just a little side note, I'd keep my eye on the Blazers um, for a bunch of reasons. Um, but uh, my, my other team I was going to throw out there is the Celtics. They're only one game below 500. Mm-hmm. But again, t- uh, you know, I think that not having a good four general, like I, I laughed at the idea that Vegas had uh, the Celtics for 45 wins or something insane. But besides that, I still thought they would be like a 41 win team or 42 or something. Like I didn't really think that they would struggle as hard as they have. And um, what did they, they say the Raptors were? Remember you were trying to get me to buy in. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I think the, the Vegas over for the Raptors, I believe was 36 games. Oh shit. Um, so if if you bet on the over, I think you're 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 feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, you gotta wonder how long Stevens is going to be around if they keep this up. I know, and I love that. I Me love too. wondering about uh, Brad Stevens's demise. Like it's well, especially since like he, you know, he didn't. Like he was you know he's a good coach. Like he definitely like made it to the conference finals twice. But for him to be like, it seems like he he seems like the type of guy that can fail upwards. Like he yeah. can like not win a championship and someone's like, okay, fine. You're the GM now. And then it's like, <laughs> you can be a bad GM and someone will be like, all right, do you want to own the team? Um, the it white guy in basketball yeah. right, for a long time, failing upwards. I've never heard of that happening. I know. It's, uh, <laughs> absolute shocker. Brad Stevens, who I always, okay, I always got to add, even though I make fun of this guy, by all accounts, he's a really nice guy and like players love him, but it's just, it's too much. He's the head coach of my rival. I don't know what to do. I got, I got to slam him. Um, okay. Uh, I think, I think that's, uh, that's the end of, um, of the traditional part of the pod. Uh, and if, if, if you all would indulge me, I'd like to do some Freddy trivia. What do you think? Sound good? Yes. Yeah, I, I guess I was waiting for a response there. Um, but uh, it would have been funny if you're all like, actually, 
we're done here, boss. Um, okay, we're, we're going to do the roster game. Uh, Maddie, I don't know if you want to play the quickish question sting just for fun. Uh, if you don't, that's okay. Sure, I'll play the, I'll add to it. Team quiz! I'm wow. not sure what I was asking for. <laughs> now I know it was that. Thank you, Matt. Um, you're, you've, you've lost your mind. Um, there's a reason the video, if the video screen was on Matt right now, he'd be like doing like the Oompa Loompa dance or something. Right? Um, Maddie, what's up? Welcome on screen. It's You're doing the clap. I can see your hands. Looks great. Um, the clap that, of course, what's that called? The kid clap? No, kid street, kid street. Kid, yeah. Kid street. Yeah. Right. That's I'm how they clap in it. Screws up Devin Booker. Yeah. yeah. Just asking him, if he, asking him if he knows kid street. That will screw him up. <laughs> He's about to take a free throw. But do you know the show kids, kid street? And he'll be like, I'm 22. And he'll be like, do you know? It? You know? I'm surprised um, you don't know what it is, Fred. I'm kind of shocked. I, it sounds familiar. You know, the host uh, of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Kevin, Kevin. Kevin Prang. Is that Kevin Mark. Kevin Frank. Kevin Frank. Kevin Frank. Yeah, he oh, was Kevin the. Frank. That was his big thing. He was the host of Kids Street. What's up, Kevin Frank? Um, <laughs> sorry about Matt. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's do this. Um, Matt and Ian, if you haven't played this game, here's how it works. You get three strikes. Oh God! Uh, and you have to. Uh, I've got to pick a roster for you. Hmm. And you have to name guys that are on the roster. And every time you name someone that's not on the roster, that's an X. <laughs> Oof. The qualifier for this game is that uh, it's pretty hard. And it's rare that anyone gets like four or five players. Oh, so God. just let it fly. Have some fun. <laughs> Maddie did good last week. Um, someone else got like eight or nine. Very rare. Yeah. So uh, let's start with you. Let's go with you, Jonathan, first. Um, I'll ask you this. Uh, do you want an easy, medium, or hard team? To be honest, I haven't played, paid a lot of attention to other teams this year, so let's start easy. Okay, that's, that's very fair. That's very fair. Um, okay, so your team is the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay, so do I just name as many as I can? As many as you can on the roster. Okay. Does Ben Simmons count? Ben Simmons counts. Okay. Joel Embiid? Yep. Is Danny Green still playing for them? Yep. Yeah, okay. Doing good. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of who their point guard is. It's not Drew Holiday anymore, so... Oh, uh, Shake Milton plays for them. Yep, nice one. Uh, there's another. Oh, Seth Curry. That's who I was. Seth thinking. Curry. Yep, doing great. Um, blanking. There's another guard too, but I can't remember who it is. He came because I have Seth Curry on my fantasy team. So whoever else they have was backing him up. Uh, everyone I can think of is not there anymore. I'm just thinking back to like 2019 when we beat them. I always take this other guy. No, you're thinking. I'll, go, I'll, give, I'll give you one hint before we start do, uh, right. docking you a bit. He was a potential return in a potential Kyle Lowry trade. 
Josh Richardson? That's your first X. He plays for the Celtics. Okay, I'll give you. A, I'll have, give you. What's that? They gotta have some other big men too, though. They have some other big men. I'm gonna start giving you a countdown for, okay. before we give you an X. All right. Um, Vi- visual countdown. Problem. I think Luau Cabro doesn't play for them anymore, does he? I don't think so. Let me just go back and check. He does not. Him. No. All right. Okay. One more. Uh. I'm blanking. Sorry. Hey, you did good. <laughs> Let me throw these two names out to you because I feel like they would have been in your in your world. Wait, wait. First, uh, Ian or Maddie, do you have any uh, off the top of your head? That oh, be- well, the one that I always pick, I always draft is Tobias Harris. Oh, yeah. Tobias like, Harris. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ian, any uh, any other guys? Maxi. Maxi and Tybal. Uh, that's the guy I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, Maxi and Tybal would be the guys I feel like you could get. Yeah. Okay, Ian. What's up? You saw how Get this down. game works. I have to um, go easy. I have to go easy. This is you a gotta go easy. Kid, <laughs> I don't. I don't have free time. So, if it's our team, I, 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 like. I looked at the Spurs roster and I was like, Oh, Spurs is a nightmare. Spurs is really hard. Crazy. So, yeah, okay. I'll take Please. Now this is easy, but none of them are really that easy. So I'm giving you the Utah Jazz. Oh, man. okay. We'll go Rudy. Yep. We'll go. Uh, uh, sorry, what, what would you say there? You're breaking up. Mitchell, you hear me? Mitchell, yep. Yeah. Um, Ingles. Yep. Smoking. Oh. <laughs> what did he say? Smoking Joe. Smoking uh, Joe? Who is their small four? Do they have... Uh, oh, God. What's the Wait, guy's... did you say Joe? Is it not Joe Ingles? No, you it said, is. You said them it before, though. Joe, Joe Ingles. I, I thought, all I heard was Smoking Joe. Yeah, Smoking Joe Ingles. Yeah, hell yeah, he smokes. What the hell is this guy's name? He... Uh, I think you got four, by the way. No, only three, dude. Cheers. I think I'm trying to remember the guy's name. He's a power forward. Um. Oh man, I don't know. What is his name? That's one buzzer. Bees. Uh, he's similar to it. There, there's someone has a similar name to an all-time great big man. It was the same last name. <laughs> Somebody Malone? <laughs> nope, no more. Okay, that's two X's. Last chance here to save I'm... yourself for the Jazz. The Jazz? Is your guess the Jazz? Well, no. Jerry Sloan. <laughs> Jerry Sloan! <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Tell me more guys. That's that's it. You may. I think you got. You, I got three. You got three. That's okay, Ian. Don't worry. This game's <laughs> really hard. It um, is hard. Th- let me throw this name out to you. Um, Royce O'Neal. Is that who you're thinking oh about? Oh my God, Royce O'Neal. 
I know. Um, I don't. I didn't know he was on the Jazz. And then I'll also throw out. Um, I'm not sure. Did Did you name Mike Conley? Oh no, I did not. Yeah, no, he didn't. And then you got uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, Jordan Clarkson. Oh man, okay, yeah. Rudy Gay. It gets pretty hard and weird after that. Once you hear those names, you're like, oh right. Hassan Whiteside. Mm. I didn't know they had Whiteside. Whiteside plays for every team. He plays for six teams a year. The game is very hard this time around, too, because COVID has made things insane. Yeah. Okay, Maddie, what's up? You did really good last time with the heat. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I feel like I don't remember any players in this league right now. It always gets me. It always gets me. Yeah, just give me whatever you think is good. Okay, here we go, Maddie. Boston Celtics. Okay, Boston Celtics. I can handle a little bit here. Okay, so we got go. we got uh, Jim Brown, we got uh, Tatum, we got yeah. uh, um, Brown. T- oh, there's so many more. There's so many more. Uh, why am I only see? See what happens. You see what happens when you blank. Um, tough game. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, the guy I always dropped, Marcus Smart. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, the other guy on my team, why, why, why don't I just think of the team that I drafted? Dennis Schroeder. Nice. Four guys. Hello, <laughs> I do have a lot. I have so many Celtics on my team. Uh, I think I drafted five of them. My God, yeah, Schroeder's on there. Um, oh, God. Oh, there's like, um, who's the vet? There's like a vet, 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 mm-hmm. vet on that team. Uh, he used to be on the team. Then he went away. He came back. Orford. Nice. Okay. Um, it's pretty hard now. So I'm going to yeah. set the clock on you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything you can pull uh, out from this point on. Nice. Okay. I'm just trying to picture Brad Stevens running to practice right now. Just give me a sec. Yeah. Uh, it's not even Brad Stevens. <laughs> Sunday. It's, it's MA now. <laughs> um, oh my okay, God. So I can't one think. Buzzer for you. Is there, uh, is, is, no, Ennis Cantor's not there, right? Ennis Cantor? No. Uh, no, good guess, though. Yeah. He's gone. Um, Wait a second. Ennis is there. I'm sorry. It's Ennis Freedom. That, but that's, I'll, I'll give it to you. That's right. What I said, Cantor. He's not there. Well, he changed his name to Freedom. Oh. Oh, so he, so he is there. Is very much there. So. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, okay, I got. Oh God, I don't know. Um, okay, last. Okay. La- uh, Here we are. Take a guess. R- Richard, Richards, Richardson, Josh yes. Richardson. Yes. Okay. That's all I got. I, there's no way I can. You tapped. Uh, there's uh, a Garnett. Okay, yeah. okay, you're done. Uh, Ian and Jonathan, any steals? Robert Williams, Time Lord. Oh, Robert Williams, Time Lord. Lord nice yeah. one. Ian? Damn. Um, no, no Matt steals. Matt did good. Like, I would say, As I, I said, know, man. Drafted uh, heavy Boston this year. In our Peyton Pritchard? <laughs> Romeo no, oh, my God. Wow. Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez? And like, his freedom. You good. God. Freedom. Um, wow. Okay, guys, that's it. We made it to the end of the pod. Uh, thank thank you. you both so much for doing it. Thanks, everyone, for listening it and sharing it and spreading the good word. Um, Ian, let's go to you first. Uh, obviously, you know, we're not really gigging like we normally are, but um, what's up? What do you want to let people know? 
Um, um, you know, you can follow me on Instagram, shirt underscore Gordon, if you if you want. I post lots of stories, and if when if and when shows come back, I, I always uh, post them there. And yeah, I'm hoping to do more gigs soon. I'm hoping that we can put uh, this behind us and open up the bars and have some more fun. But that said, everyone needs to be safe and be safe and healthy and happy. Damn right. Um, Jonathan, what's up? Uh, what are you What are you doing? What do you want to let people know? Yeah, um, so I write a trivia newsletter. It's mostly based in sports trivia. So um, just had a new issue come out today. It's called Oddball, and we're on Substack. So Hell it's yeah. on oddball, oddball.substack.com. Right on. Everyone check out Oddball. Um, nice. Sports trivia, it's the best. Uh, Maddie, I think, yeah, I think that's it for us. That's I think it. We, we made it. Once again, thanks, everybody. Um, tune in next week. Uh, Jonathan, Ian, appreciate it. Thank you so and, much, Trish. Um, thanks, Matt. Thank you. Thanks appreciate it, guys. Yeah, my All pleasure. Right. Matt, if you feel like we're good to go, we're going to wrap this baby up. Just give me those sweet words, okay? Okay.